It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans at the lovely Collins Hotel on St. Charles Avenue. Hey, how are you doing? I'm Grant Morris. In the next 60 minutes, you'll get to meet just three of the many thousands of fascinating people who live in New Orleans. And you'll get to hear some live music. At the end of the show, you might conclude New Orleans is a great city where people love to talk, have fun, and enjoy great music. But you probably know that already. So let's get right on with doing nothing but enjoying the next 60 minutes of happy hour together. My special guests sitting around the table today at the Collins Hotel are John Delgadillo. Hello, John. Hello, hello, and hello. John is a fashion designer with his own label, Cutting Edge Diva. John moved to New Orleans from Los Angeles, where he was the youngest designer ever to show at the Art and Fashion Group of Los Angeles. He's had his work worn by Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, Camille Grammer. John is also an animal lover and is the creator of Alegria a two-day fashion event that benefits the Louisiana SPCA. John throws sensational parties at the House of Blues Foundation Room and is the star of an upcoming reality TV series. Bam, What bam. about that? And I can't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Please don't mention it, please. Michelle Marcombe is a fashion designer as well. Hello, Greg. What a crazy coincidence. Michelle was born and raised in Marrero on New Orleans' West Bank and returned to New Orleans in 2008 after many years' absence in which she worked with fashion legends Isaac Mizrahi. Oscar De La Renta, Givenchy, and Carolina Herrera. Oui, oui. Pretty impressive. Michelle's label was Pop Rock and Pup Rock, a fashion based in classic rock and roll for humans and dogs. How about that? You guys both have dog fashion. I, and That's we were bizarre. About that. mm-hmm. And here's the rest of the drinks. Uh, Michelle's latest line in which she is currently unveiling today is Nola Bikinis. Yes, it is. What kind of a guy doesn't like a Nola Bikini? Me. <laughs> Andrew Duhon is with us again. He's making a return appearance. I think you'd like him in Europe. On Happy Hour. Andrew Duhon is a New Orleans singer-songwriter whose extraordinary ability was recognized last year when he won Offbeat Magazine's Best of the Beat Award for Best Singer-Songwriter. Congratulations. Sure yeah, boy. Andrew plays with nothing but his guitar and harmonica across the country and around the UK. He's recorded two very fine albums, Songs I Wrote Before I Knew You, and his latest, Dreaming When You Leave. Andrew's about to set off on a six-week summer tour. And, ladies and gentlemen, around the table today is Andrew's birthday. Yeah. All right. Happy show birthday. Enough. It really is. Happy birthday, Show enough. Meet me on the corner. And sitting across the room on the piano, as always, is the lovely, talented, charming, gorgeous... And attractive, Mitch Foreman. Oh, that was Thank kind of you, a, a big compliment there. He is gorgeous, isn't he? I, I never. But what I do you think, think I Mitch? I might have to now. Now, yes. now things are all different. How are you, Mitch? What happened? What happened? What happened there? You received things a changed. huge. Compliment. We're just talking about how he doesn't listen to me while he's playing the piano. Oh. He doesn't pay any attention. I can't. To what it's I hard say. for me to hear. Yeah, he doesn't know what I'm talking about. We got this weird headphone operation <laughs> here, so he didn't know what I was that I was saying. That Howard. Well, what, I heard you were gorgeous. Here. Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, what day is today? Thursday is my good day. It's your good day. <laughs> so, Andrew, happy birthday! What are you doing for your birthday? Uh, playing a show tonight at DBA. Do you know it on French? Yes, Street. we all know DBA on French. Yeah. Three blocks away from there. You should really? come on down. Yep. You're going to be there tonight, then? Maybe, possibly. Seven to nine sharp, and then uh, the drinks, you know, continue after that, obviously. I wanted to get the early show to, you know, get it over with. Get the show. So you make some money and then spend it all on your birthday. Do you get you paid for playing on your birthday? You do. Do you get paid double? No. It's not like O. Henry's or something? I'll ask. Check it out. <laughs> if you go to O. Henry's on your birthday, you get, like, free French free fries. Steak you get a free steak. Free steak. steak. Yeah. Free steak. Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. My roommate used to be a manager there. Really? Yeah, I had, like, five birthdays. It was great. I had five birthdays. It was really good. Is the steak any good at O'Henry? That's all right. What happened to the roommate? He's my roommate still. He's still, but he yeah, doesn't but work he there. He doesn't work there anymore. What does he do now? I'm bartender at the Best Western on Rampart. He so I get up. free drinks. I'd rather get a free drink at the Best Western than a free steak at O'Henry's probably, wouldn't you? Yeah. Wouldn't you think? Kinda, yeah. If I'm going to get, like, a steak, I want to go somewhere where, you know. And what sort of a roommate is he, like, Fabulous. just a roommate? He's a rocker. He's, in a, he's like, starts starting up a band, too. Cool. So, yeah. But he was in a band called I Am Love in Los Angeles. And, like, the day before they were going to get signed, they broke up. <laughs> what? Which I hear is common. Happens. What, what is that? Yeah. What is the deal? What was the name of his band? I Am Love. They were I a gay love. rock band in Los Angeles. Is he still toured. gay? Of course. Is he still a rock. rocker? Yeah. Okay. Always. Rock down. <laughs> is he is he a real roommate or is he? A, no, he's my real roommate. He's just he's not a boyfriend roommate. He's no, just a roommate. No, no. Do you have a boyfriend? Well, kind of. Who, who are you dating? Who am I? Look at you. Who am I dating? What this do you mean? Look at me. Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Okay. What's he like? 
thinner than me, looks kind of like thinner me. than you. And, yeah, how could you be thinner than you? Because he is. Is he anorexic or something? No, and he looks look kind out. of like you. Isn't that's kind of hot. I so like you're dating scared. yourself. I, yeah, that's kind of hot. <laughs> I always wanted to have sex with that's myself. That's sick, John. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> Since when? Oh Lord, like twenty. Really? Who doesn't? Wouldn't you want to know? I mean, come on. I think I'm. Are lot. we going yeah. there? Michelle, have you always wanted to have sex with yourself? <laughs> yes or no? I'm not answering that. That's a pretty much a yes or no question. <laughs> I don't know. She's turning red. That's kind of like no, a it's no. the champagne. You, you don't it's look the champagne, you guys. Have you ever considered? I mean, what kind of person considers having sex with themselves? Andrew? A narcissist. Uh, Men. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds like a more mm, homogenous, if you will, thing. There you go. To be attracted to, so. Do you think no. we're attracted? Mitch, have you ever considered being attracted to yourself? Such a such a loaded question. <laughs> Good word. Well, well, can you exactly? You can you can deny it. Well, I think plenty of people have sex with themselves. So. Well, we're talking about masturbation. Well, I mean, Rosie Palmer or five sisters doesn't count. No, we're not talking about That's masturbation. We're talking about having intercourse with yourself. I don't, I don't, I don't know how is that possible. How did we? Wait, didn't how Pink do that? a video on that? Did, I I don't know. She had I know she did a video you and where it looked like she was. <laughs> In bed with herself. Well, you're the rock expert. You're, so you've got all this fashion Rolling stuff that's stuff. based on rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And How did you scary. get started? First of all, describe what that is. So these are handbags. I do a line of um, handbag swimwear and petwear since 2001, which has started in Atlanta. And um, it actually came from a frustration of getting boutiques to pick up the regular ready-to-wear line because it was, I think, probably too pricey and too much of a commitment. And so... At the time, I just wanted to develop something that was easy. They didn't, right. A customer didn't have to try it on. It was a handbag. Yeah. And it took off. Like, in two weeks, I had to incorporate myself online, and it just took off from there. And it got picked up with MTV VMAs and Oxygen and Sundance, Your the whole thing. Rolling Stones handbag there, that long clutch. Mm-hmm. It's fabulous. Thank you. Fabulous. Thank you very much. Y'all need to see it. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a long, how long is that? Like, it's a one, 18 inches long. Probably about that. No, I wanted to do something I'm very extreme. That Call that 18 inches. Oh, it's yeah. 18 inches. And it's, a, and like it's a, got the Rolling Stones, what is that, the tongue hanging out yeah. of Mick Jagger's mouth logo. Yeah, three how, of them. Now, how do you get away with using that without paying the Rolling Stones for that? Well, this is the thing. I did a lot of legal work on that as I well because I was approached by several different agents in New York about it. But... um as long as I'm not reproducing the images, like silk screening them in my basement somewhere, and I'm re- using items that are out there, it's mm. fine. I can't mm-hmm. understand that, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you, but you're making yes. money out of the Rolling Stones logo. Right. But the, lo- the Rolling Stones don't want to collect off you. I don't think I'm that big to no, but really I even bother. They, they I would get a dollar. Yeah, I thought really. that, I thought I mean, I'm not f- saying anything about your designs, but they wouldn't make enough money off of her to be concerned to about warrant going it, after yeah. her. Yeah. But I thought they no, but I was actually approached by the New York Dolls to do stuff for them because they'd nice. seen it in New York at different um, shows and magazines and stuff. So, I mean, I've been featured in Lucky Magazine and in WWD and, you know, like I said. What's WWD? Worldwide. Women's Wear Daily. Mm-hmm. Women's Wear Daily. Yes. So that's like a big an, deal? Yes. It's an industry magazine. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so yeah. you've been in fashion design for years and years and years. Yes, sir. Working in all these, with all these fabulous people. Uh-huh. And now it's these wacky little handbags that have got you... Yeah. Famous. Yeah, and it was the one thing that I thought would just be like kind of a a one-off to kind of just establish my name and then I could move on, but it really took off. And then I got a call from Jeffrey New York to do an exclusive petware collection. They like the theme of the handbags. There's something wrong with the two words, pet and wear, together, in my opinion. Well, Petware. <laughs> what, what does that mean? Do you, have a, do, you guys have, do you have a dog as well? John? Two. Two dogs. What too sort many of do- dachshunds. Too many dachshunds. Mm-hmm. One of them's a rescue. I know. I know you do not have I a dog, Andrew, because no. you're on the road constantly. Yeah, you travel a lot. Yeah. But you'd like I have to a dog, have a dog. But I have a dog, but she's out shopping. <laughs> Mitch has a dog that got bit by a snake. Yeah, I don't know oh, wow. how to oh, really? take that. Mitch's dog got bit by a snake on its face. Right, Mitch? Ouch. Yes. Your dog's out shopping. Is she shopping. okay? I don't know how to take she's that. She's fine, yeah. <laughs> took a while. She's fine now. So what sort of dog do you have, Michelle? I have a spaniel mix named Honey. Honey. And she speaks. I well, actually, like she. Um, okay, she speaks and she wears clothes. Spanish. <laughs> she does. Okay, I adopted her from a Mexican really family, so all her commands are in Spanish. And she so probably uses the toilet. 
Did you just a dog at the end of the day? <laughs> do you speak Spanish? Apart from only her commands: siéntate, acuéstate, quédate, devueltas. It's the second dirty dog I've heard about with such Dame problems that was adopted. You know? Yeah. Second one. Wow. Uh, some friends of mine in Miami adopted a dog, and, and they tried to teach it to sit, and then siéntate, right? Siéntate. There it is. Yeah. Boom. The dog went bam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now mm-hmm. since I've been back here, I've been teaching her a little bit in French. So the only time now that she'll come is if I go, allons, allons. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. See, we. Oui. <laughs> That's crazy. That's uh, bordering on pretentious, taking your dog for a walk saying allons, isn't it? That's kind of yeah. hot. It's the only thing that works, though. Can you imagine? But like, now all my neighbors kind of know, honey. She's in, like, her pajamas and a sweatsuit or something. And she's walking her dog speaking I French. don't wear sweatsuits. I'm sorry. I guess it's kind of hot. You no, don't I wear sweatsuits. She doesn't wear sweatsuits. But especially you know, ones that have lettering across my behind. I, isn't that gross? That's disgusting. I was sitting at the Best Western Bar the other day. Really? And you, and you saw it for album surprise. 73-year-old. I know. Like, no, really? Nice. We're all, they're all from Indiana. Did she have Crocs Anyways, on to match? She, 73-year-old lady. She was hip as hell. The short hair, you know, a little bit of makeup just to make her look a little fresh. What's her name, Estelle? She, she was drinking Bud Light. I don't know. Her, her name was screened in Portugal. How do you know she's 73 but you don't know her name? Talked. Oh, we she talked. said, I'm 73. So, anyways, she gets up and right across her bum. It says pink. It says, <laughs> no, it said love. I'm like, really? On your butt and you're 73? Girl, really? Can we talk? Why would, you, why would someone, as fashion designers, why would somebody buy that? It's comfortable. It's comfortable. It's comfort. Even then, if it's I mean, got the word love on it. I think it's cute. Somebody it's probably cute. bought it for her for a gift and thought it would be funny, and she thought it would be funny to wear it, and then she thought they were comfortable. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons why people wear things. Do you have mm-hmm. to think about that before you design something? Yeah. I would, I would never put anything across, uh, any wording across the butt of anything. Really? Because I put 40 looks across well, the crotch of my bikini. See, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a bikini, and that's... <laughs> I'm just you know. saying. But, I it mean, does I say 40 licks. I wouldn't go and print something, you know, no, a no. saying across the butt of anything I ever designed. I just but 40 licks on the front of a bikini is mm-hmm. not on the back, at least. Now, you have to have a sense of humor. But Definitely with pop rock. Tongue. Mm-hmm. With pop rock bikinis, you have to have a sense of humor. Because if it was a picture of Mick Jagger, he would definitely be in the crotch as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and the, and so, but on the butt of this bikini, on mm-hmm. right across your ass, is the. Is the, the Stones logo. Stone but logo. that's hot. Yeah, and it's really It looks cute. like a tongue is coming out of your ass when you wear that. No. no. It looks really cute. It's hot. Who's going to put it I on? Andrew, you are, Grant. Like you have a slim figure. Thank you. Andrew. I don't think. <laughs> no. I think that it would make a guy think that he would. Well, anyways, we're not going there again. Sorry. Um, you it think it would make, make a guy think what? That he'd want to get. It's in a flirty there. suit. It's, they're flirty. <laughs> it's better than you know. Corona and, and Budweiser had their logos on bikinis. Thank you, you know, and that, that's way better. Thank you, Andrew. I'll give you that. Does your uh, dog have a, a Rolling has, Stone sweater? She has. I do uh, dresses for dogs. They're called rock frocks, and she <laughs> has a Madonna uh, one, and she has a Mick Jagger one. But it's from that film he did um, in the seventies. Oh, what was that movie? Where he the played man like, who fell to earth? No, that was David Bowie. Uh, where he has on like the heavy lipstick and he played a rock star. Yeah. Kind of. Anyway, she has that one. It's dark. David Bowie played a rock star. David Bowie the played the man who fell to earth. But Mick Jagger did one too, but I don't know what it was. Someone here will tell us in a moment. <laughs> Someone in the room will figure it out. Hey, Andrew, so mm. it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. You're off to England for a six-week tour. It's a long time. England. Mm-hmm. Quite an exciting. And the EU as well. And the EU, what countries are you going to? Um, going to Luxembourg, Spain, France, and Belgium. Wow. And none of these places, they speak English, and you don't speak Belgian, French, or yeah. whatever they speak in Luxembourg. No. Um, what do they speak in Luxembourg? International I don't know. Uh, French, I would imagine. Michel, Michel, you know. Italian, maybe. maybe? German? I've only been to Austria. Yeah, German, man. You've been to Austria? Know. But not Luxembourg. We're going to really make... This is how, you know, provincial in American can you get now. We have no idea what they speak in Luxembourg. It's kind of sad. I think it's French myself. I have a passport and I've never been to Europe. I've never been. I've been to Mexico. You don't even need a passport to get to Mexico. Now you do. Did you just go for the margaritas? (laughs) Yeah. What did you do in Mexico? I went for the Blue Chair Resort. Anyways, it was my birthday weekend. Hey, come on. But whatever. I I don't want to... Let's talk about. The Let's talk about tour. Andrew. <laughs> what we're going to talk about is music for a minute, Andrew. So, when you go in and you're playing these places, and they don't, sp- 
speak the language. Do they understand what you're talking about? Because your songs are so lyric, right? Important. Good point. Um, they understand the blues for sure. You know, right. um, well, you don't write any blues though. Untrue. You do? Yeah. Okay, take it back. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it, I'm. I'm always surprised at how many people do speak quite a bit of English wherever I go these days, especially when you stay within the touristy areas. And once right. you're outside of where they start speaking English, then you know you're you're traveling a little bit. But no, any any, any of these venues usually have folks that have uh, been into the blues or into American music long enough to kind of catch the drift of what you're getting at. What, maybe we'd like you'd like to play something. Sure. So you guys get the idea of what we're talking about. Have you heard Andrew play I'm before? I'm ready. No, I've heard him play before when he's played with Kristen, Kristen at yeah, uh, well, sure. oh. DBAs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also think melody plays a, a lot in it when totally. you're playing to a foreign music because so- music hope? is very yeah. universal, and that's one reason yes. why I started pop rock because everyone understands that. It's the international language. Thank you so much, Grant. You're welcome, Andrew. What are you going to play? Play a song I wrote in Scotland. Okay, what is it? Uh, it's called The Moorings. And I wrote it when I was opening for a uh, Scottish fiddle player named Tom McConville, and he was playing all these Scottish folk songs. And I hadn't really been exposed to Scottish folk music and only had an inkling of what English folk music was at the time. But the cadence and the, the sound is completely different to what we would hear in American folk music. And uh, sound kind of got into my, into my soul a little bit. And... The Irish breeze was, you know, wafting through my locks or something. I don't know. But, uh, you know, the, <laughs> the, that, the spring. that world that, you know, I don't think I could have written this song had I not been exposed to that sort of thing. Not to say that I wrote a Scottish folk song enough. It's called The Moorings. <laughs> it's inspired. Oh, my darling, my dear, I have reason to fear. That you know not the man you're adoring From the dark salty sea I found refuge in thee But I'm soon to be loosening my moorings Oh my darling, my dear I have reason to fear that you know not the man you're adoring From the dark salty sea I found refuge in thee But I'm soon to be loosening my moorings And I'll hold on hope when I let you go Though you love me well I set out alone And I will trust these winds That they will not fail Open up my heart Let it be my safe For I've traveled in bones That won't leave me alone Most my time do I spend Rearranging like I'm stuck in one place that has no name or face but whose landscape is constantly changing and I'll hold on hope when I let you go though you love me well I set out alone and I will trust these winds that they will not fail open up my heart let it be my say And the day it will come When my traveling is done And I'll search for a light On the shoreline Though I know your harbor slips Hold vessels worthier than this If there's room, would you cast to me your line? And I'll hold on hold when I let you go Though you love me well I set out alone And I will trust these winds That they will not fail Open up my heart 
let it be my savior. Open up my heart, let it be my savior. That was really nice. All right. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, Andrew. Wow. You can see why he's New Orleans' favorite singer-songwriter. And sitting this close to him, it just like pulled the energy, just went right into the guitar. It's just amazing (laughs) to sit around this little tiny table. If you haven't been to the columns and you're listening to us and wondering what this looks like here, we're we're shoulder to shoulder. It's uncomfortable, yeah. Yes, it must be. What's it like with us just staring at you and you suddenly have to play like Good thing I usually keep my eyes closed when I'm playing. (laughs) I bet you're used to the crowd, so people... I I pictured you naked, but it didn't work because you were so close. (laughs) Oh, lordy. Can I sit there? Yes, no, come yeah. on, sit on my knee. But um, what, what, what do you think about I mean, you have to pick up a guitar and play. And you look, I mean, we're right on top of you. Mm. It's not like you've got a big, you know, you're on a stage and you can mm. distance yourself. What is it like when you have to communicate like this so close to us and something so personal? It's my thing. I don't know. I, you know, I, I mean, if these guys had to sport their duds. Real close, you know. Well, I they'd do. be okay. <laughs> I think I if you're proud to. of your work, you're not afraid to show it. Sure. If yeah. you have confidence in it, mm-hmm. it's pretty. It's pretty close. It's, I mean, you're really. I mean, you just. You know, we're, what we're doing is, you know, we're taking out a bikini or talking about something we designed. Or, oh, don't we're just. But, our but, name is on that. Yes, but I mean, Andrew's sitting that's here. Our reputation but you're sitting right there, there as a singer. You're opening your heart and your mind to somebody. And but that's how we intimate. are about clo- Well, that's how I'm about my clothes. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. I, if I show my clothes and, you know, I'm having it walk in front of a thousand people. I'm not going to make myself look like an ass. I'm sorry. I'm only going to put out the best of what I have to show. Mm-hmm. I guess you it's know, the same it's, exact thing. You're putting yourself it's all out art. there. Everybody, right. all and art. you just show it in a different way. Yeah. That's all. Mm-hmm. Which but I will be showing at the W Hotel in July at the new swimsuit uh, collections that Tracy has started. Really? There'll just be throwing a, that in there. There'll be a swimsuit parade of women in these bikinis? Yes, sir. And, and so these bikinis are made from old Saints t shirts? Yes, they are. Are you expecting the Saints to have a good season this year? And of that'll, course. That'll b- bolster yourself. But football season and swimwear season are two different seasons, mm-hmm. right? But How we, does that work? as New Orleans natives, we always support our team, always. And what sort of women are buying these things with the divas? <laughs> well, we're doing starting off with bikinis, of course, but we're adding one pieces and menswear too. So it'll be a well-rounded menswear. collection. We're doing board shorts for men, and they're gonna have po' boys and uh, graphics of po' boys. Um, okay, now I'm Roman candy and lucky <laughs> dogs on them. I want a sexy we're, speedo. Okay. <laughs> where's the poor, where's the poor boy going to be? Those are uh, down the side panels. Okay, oh. it's not so like be, this okay. thing sticking out of your no, ass. No, they'll be classic board shorts for men. Okay. Yeah, what New the Orleans dudes will wear. The tongue on the ass is Rolling Stones hot. Andrew agrees with me. Anybody? It looks like a tongue is sticking out of someone's ass. I was wondering if I'd have to walk around with a poor boy sticking out of my ass. Would it be beef or shrimp? On you, shrimp. It's oyster. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> just checking. Oysters. Really, they're going to be oyster pool, and they haven't been shot for real. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that's a very painful image. Um, Let's talk about songwriting for a minute. Mm-hmm. Go for okay. it. Okay. So, when you sit there to write that song, you say so you wrote that in Scotland. Uh-huh. Are you thinking about a person? I mean, you, and that's about a person, or about it's about yourself it can to be. an extent, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, here's the waitress back again. What would we like? Another, Another gin and tonic, tonic for please. the birthday boy. Anything else, you guys? Another champagne, Michelle? No? No, thank you. Okay. So, Andrew, what are you thinking about when you went... Um, the, you were saying that the, the atmosphere and the place influenced yeah, so the Yeah, so I song. guess that, that influenced the style, and maybe I had a story at the time which felt quite akin to that sound, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I told the story, so to speak. Right. You know. So you're, you're a real troubadour. You're the real thing. I suppose so, yeah. Just a man in a guitar case. As opposed to uh, the songwriter who stays in one music city and tries to write for other people, like maybe fashion designers who try to design for... Oh, it's good, it's good. I'm I'm going in a good... uh, Maybe like (laughs) equate it to fashion designers who only design for the tastes of certain larger uh, entities rather than their own heart and calling, you know? Like if you're working in a big... Company where sure. you have yeah, to design what you're talking There's told. literally songwriters yeah. well, that, that have a job in, in cubicles, you know, writing songs. 
It's like they write for department stores, basically. Does that That's still, what I was getting at. Yeah. Does that still exist, that kind of songwriter? That's like oh, a yeah. country music in Nashville. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But it's not in popular music so much. No, it's po- it is popular music. But I mean, apart from country music, is there? Oh yeah, no, it's everybody. Like Hip hop, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't realize that's that. why it has such high standards. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, but you're hands right, on hips, girl. You're writing for yourself, and you're not selling these songs to anybody. And no one's covering them, right? And you don't have a band. Uh, I have a band, but I don't tour with them. Yeah, I'll be put, playing with them tonight here? at DBA Seven to Nine. What's up? Oh, it's a whole band. Yeah. Okay. So who's in the band? Oh, let's see. We got uh, Eric Heigl on drums, uh, Adam Campagna on keys, and John Harris on lap steel. Charles Lumar, who's on bass, is out of town, so we have Dave Jordan filling in on the bass. Oh, so it's going to be a real... Full thing. Full band. Yeah, the hoodie. Hey, cool. That's very good. I thought it was all just you. No. So it's just you on the road. Mm -hmm. You just pick up the guitar and the harmonica. Yeah. We have to get you to play another song. That's kind of hot, though. Like when it's just the one person because it's so much more intimate and it you feel to me I mean it's great to have a bunch of pieces behind I'm with you, you but when it's just you yeah the heart the soul the true meaning of what you're trying to get across comes out yeah and I mean to me the song you just sang was more about you being in a place and talking about what you saw and how you felt the energy you absorbed from where you were mm-hmm. yeah I mean and I, I totally I agree. got I'm with you I, I think. I truly enjoy listening to one person play one song, their song, but I'm also not, uh, I'm not going to say that, you know, when I walk into a bar and people are talking and there's a guy playing that I'm necessarily, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's a tough sell. Yeah. And uh, when you have a band that's putting out a wall of sound and that sound is pleasant, now you have an opportunity to maybe catch some people. So, yeah, you know, yeah, it's a big, bigger energy too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's an energy thing yeah. for sure. Thank you. Hey, thanks. What's it, what's it like playing for an audience when you're playing a song like that with, that you want people to listen to? Obviously, everyone wants people to listen to them, but, yeah. but that has some like, a lyrics that you want people to understand and they're sitting at a bar talking and they're on a date or yeah. they're drunk. Or, yeah, what's, that, what's it like at your end? It's a give and a take. Um, well, I, I would say that there, maybe that's part of the reason why I keep my eyes closed a lot. <laughs> You know, right. because eventually, sometimes, you know, if it, it could be a three or four hour gig and, you know, it's paying rent, but nobody's listening. So um, maybe closing my eyes is just to put myself into a world where somebody cares if it's, if it's just me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not always that way. Um, no, you sometimes there's a room of captivated people. Yes, you know? often people are captivated. I mean, there's something very captivating is a great word about your music and about the intensity that you deliver it with as well. Yeah, I mean, if you have, like, 50 friends just like you who want to be captivated, let me know. I'd be glad to come play a show. Because, you know, <laughs> but it's just, it's simply, it's, it's not easy. Like you said, it, yeah. it, we, say it, we, th- we say it as we think it and feel it. We want to hear one guy play a song that he means, but that's not our first inclination to go to that place where you have to be quiet. And that's, that's a real thing when you're at a bar and you want to be social, but this guy is putting on a show and you're supposed to be quiet for him. That's that's tough, you know. That's rigid, and you want it to be looser and be able to chat, and and uh, mm-hmm. and that's a tougher thing to pull off. So, to me, I'm not afraid to admit that it may have to be sold first in recorded form. You have to buy it, literally and figuratively, uh, in in the CD form. You know, you listen to the track and you say, okay, this guy's got something to offer, rather than walking into a bar where people are already talking and expect to right. fall in love with somebody's lyrics. Where know? does someone hear your songs now, though? I yeah, mean, I mean, in CD form, if you were going to hear it before before we met you. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's, it's on iTunes. It's on the website andrewduhon.com, you know, and uh, it's everywhere that you could buy. Do people, uh, but do people find that before they meet you? Before they see At you. this point, no, that's not really my avenue. I think people first hear me. And, and maybe, maybe I got lucky to the point where the voice is enough to deliver a, a, a believable thing, even though you, maybe you didn't hear the words because you were in a loud, loud place. Right. You know, but I think um, maybe um, the facet of having a, a voice that is, is convincing uh, is, is a good start for people. When did you find me. out that you had a great voice like this? It wasn't when I started because I remember my sister like being in the kitchen laughing at me while I was trying to learn some you know Hootie and the Blowfish song. <laughs> you know, was, uh, that was high school. Um, Did the dolphins make you cry? <laughs> no, it wasn't that. One. You know what it was? It was uh, which one it was? Uh, I don't remember. It only had three chords and it was really easy. And I was, it was you're bad. <laughs> and trouble. Did you learn it? 
Yeah, oh yeah. So yeah. how did you go from having a crappy voice in the kitchen with your sister laughing at you? Just, where, where was this? In New, this was in New Orleans? Yeah. What part of New Orleans did you grow up in? Uh, I grew up in Metairie. Oh, that's yeah, right. You went to Rummel. I did. That's right. Yeah. I don't think this guy ever had a crappy voice. No. I just don't think you ever knew better. Just, just like a, <laughs> a lanky adolescent who's coming into his body becomes a great basketball player. You can't tell. You know, you just have to keep, keep trying. You yeah. know? Thank God so. you kept trying. Yeah. Good now, have you ever had any, have, a have you ever had any vocal training or no. is this is all you? Yeah. That's what I love about it. It's raw. Yeah. It's real, it's raw, it's not trained. It's Here's another solo uh, piece for you to listen to. Our fabulous piano player Mitch Foreman is going to play something for Sweet. us. Sweet. Well, I, and since I've heard this whole, the whole conversation, I've, I hired a band now. <laughs> <laughs> you got me playing dental floss? No. Okay. Dental, I got the whole thing going. Um, Do you really? That was, that was great, though. It was a beautiful song. Yeah, Thanks, Mitch. Nice. It was beautiful. I enjoyed it. What, um, what are you thinking of playing, Mitch? I'm thinking of playing just a, it's a song of mine, but it's basically rhythm changes. And I think it's called Rhythm. All right. There's no way I could do it. <laughs> I could play piano, John? No, but I was saying even if I did, amazing. I would get so lost. I was while he was playing, I was looking at the wallpaper here and looking at the pattern over and over and how detailed it is, just over and over and over again. Like for every little detail in this wallpaper, he hit a key. There you go. You know, it was crazy. That's what I was. Stu- I was actually. You inspired at by the wallpaper. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I was like looking at the wallpaper, wall- going, "If that was music, I would be screwed." This is, <laughs> this is a pretty high standard music show we've got going on here today. Now, hello. Okay, I'm just gonna sit here and be. Quiet. Well, hey, listen, I'm my guests here at the Commons Hotel are fashion designers John Delgadillo, <laughs> Michelle Marcom, and folk singer Andrew Duhon. Mitch Foreman's on the piano, and uh, if you're listening to this show outside of New Orleans, and you're thinking of coming to New Orleans to visit us. And you're looking for something to do, you want a hotel or a tour, you want some tips on what to do while you're in New Orleans, check in with our friends at neworleans.com, the official New Orleans travel site. I want to tell you about the new movement as well. After two years of shows in bars, museums, parks, and wherever else they could, the new movement has opened a full-time comedy theater in the Maroney. Do you guys know about this? No. At 1919 Burgundy Street. It's really great. The shows are pretty much free or cheap. 
There's improv and sketch comedy classes all available. Check tnmcomedy.com for more info. Also, you can listen to Chris True and Tammy Nelson on True to the Game right here on New Orleans Sports Radio. Nice. It's neworleans.com. How about that? How about that? Bam, bam, bam. Bam, bam, bam. We've got a lot of great shows on itsneworleans.com, including Chris True's True to the Game. Thanks, Mitch. Thank you. That was beautiful. I think that was our best background music yet. Actually. I think he wouldn't sound nearly as eloquent if he wasn't playing piano. Shall I do it again without the piano? No, I'm just kidding. Hi. I was actually Stop impressed yeah. with your... You've got good flow. Radio well, I can, flow. Yeah, well, you know, you're just reading it off a piece of paper. No, you're doing H- it. Hey, Michelle, first of all, why are you Michelle and not Michelle? Well, my dad named me um, after Michelle Phillips of the Mamas and Papas and also out of after a friend of his who was a French fisherman in Lafitte. Part of my family's from Lafitte. So you're named after a French fisherman who was a woman? No, a French fisherman from Lafitte. It was a, it's a, can be a man's name. Michel. Michel. Yeah, but it's M-I-C-H-E-L. Right. And you're M-I-C-H-E-L-E with one L. Because I'm a girl. Because you're a girl. (laughs) You ever go fishing? Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time you went fishing? I was a kid, but I like to go crabbing. I love boiled crabs. It's one of my favorites. Boiled crabs? Mm-hmm. And you like to catch your own crabs and boil yeah, them Yeah, in Lafitte, uh, where my aunt and uncle had the bed and breakfast for a long time, we would fish off the pier there and catch boiled crabs how and cook f- them up. How do you fish for a crab? You have to have chicken a nets. trap. You have a chicken net. Mm-hmm. And you tie a string around the chicken neck and you just kind of... Chicken neck, did you say? Uh-huh. I thought you said net. It's chick- no. So you can catch one crab at a time. Yeah. The thing it's grabs- fun. With kids? I have never heard of that. Me neither. I thought there was a trap. I, mean, I come from the land of you know, tacos. and. Well, you're from L.A. Yeah. The land of taco trucks. And <laughs> I, didn't, no. I didn't know they caught that. Uh, Andrew might know because yeah. you're, Andrew, he's you're from, from Louisiana. Cajun, Absolutely. You're a Cajun family. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. you guys didn't use the string baskets They at do, all? but as little kids, it was fun. Was, yeah. They were teaching us, you know. And yeah. you need to see the crab, like, swim up and you'd hold onto it and you'd yep. try to pull Wait. out gingerly and then... Put the net underneath him, and mm-hmm. you know. I didn't even know that crabs swim. I thought they walked on things. <laughs> That's an interesting point. Crabs swim. I never thought like, about that either. I like he's, it's they all, do. How, how, how does a crab move does itself that. through the water? If you notice, side side, uh, yeah. they've got the uh, spider-like appendages, and, and then, then the in the back, back there's those flipper-like yeah, they legs. Pen- oh, that's uh-huh. right. There is a couple of flippers at the mm-hmm. back there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Andrew, do you good. get do you get to Cajun country much? Is oh yeah, my dad. Uh, it's actually Duyon in Cajun country. Uh, my dad's from Erath, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, it's a small and beautiful <laughs> culture that is slowly becoming smaller, really generationally becoming smaller, unfortunately. And I'm disappointed to say that I don't know Cajun French, but, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful dialect. And Does anyone in your family play the, the Cajun accordion or the violin you know, or any of the classic instruments? Uh, the best I can do is I, I know that I, I can remember very distinctly going to Erath um, for Christmases and, and seeing this table full of old gentlemen with top hats and they would all, they were all speaking this dialect that I didn't know but it was just so beautiful. Was and one of your relatives Hector Duhon? No. Uh, no I don't believe. Duyon. Duyon, right. I'm not familiar with a Hector but I could Cuz be he's wrong. an incredible Cajun accordion player. Right. I, you know what you sent you Remember sent we this talked to me. about yes. that. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. In fact, I meant to look into that. That's a great CD. It's Octa Clark and Hector Duyon yeah, together. Yeah. That was great stuff. That's a classic. And his last name is spelled I'm glad the same you're yeah. reminding me of that, yeah. actually. Did you ever check it out whether he's a relationship? I meant to. It, it totally caught me by surprise, and I meant to check it out. I'm glad you're mentioning it again. Yeah, we'll check I need it to look for, into it. Check it out for next time. Can yeah. we Google of, it right now? Let's do it. <laughs> Google. I don't, there's not, you know, there's not much on Google about those two guys. Yeah. Yeah. They're both incredible Cajun musicians. I bet, I'm sure there's lots of musicians in Cajun country oh, who absolutely. you've never heard of who are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are tons of these. So what's Erath like? It's not a word you hear very much. It's uh, like an anagram for Earth. It's not incredibly far from Lafayette. It's a lot of sugar cane and, uh, you know, you don't have neighbor. You couldn't possibly go trick-or-treating, you know. Uh, (laughs) No neighbors. uh, They're like five miles away. Yeah, yeah, it's ways away. Two-story houses are hard to come by, you know, it's... It's a lot of farm country, you know, and um, your dad's raise livestock. What's that? Your dad is still out there? No, no, my dad is, uh, he... Came to New Orleans, met my mother, and he's now uh, happily married, though, in Houston with an engineering firm, so he flies in every weekend. It's the cutest thing you've ever seen. What, in what but sense? him flying? Him flying? Well, yeah, every like... weekend com- on the commute, you know, to see Ma. You know, it's great. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So he, but he's working in Houston. In Houston, yeah. That must pretty much suck, I would think. Yeah. Does he like the job? Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, he's looking to, to start a firm down in New Orleans as well, but 
Yeah, I think he's he's loving his job actually. Yeah. Oh, that's good. He's a good man. Do you have brothers and sisters? Well, you have a sister who laughed at you. What happened to her? That's true. Yeah, she's actually working uh, engineering in Houston as well. Oh, really? Actually. Yeah. So you got that's the last that laugh side on of that the fam, one. Yeah. yeah. And now you're laughing at it. Yeah. 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 My, my mother, uh, my mother plays piano, and uh, uh-huh. every time I, I I pay rent, I'm actually crying. But yeah, other than that, I'm laughing at her. <laughs> <laughs> What, what is, does your mother play piano for a living? No, no. She she, she played, plays and she tried to get both my sister and I involved, and we mutinied eventually, and, you know, we weren't into it. And now I can't wait to learn to play piano. It's my next venture. How do you do that? Just buy a piano you and buy stop a piano, playing? Yeah. For the love of the game, you know. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Michelle. Yes, sir? I wanted to ask you this because, you know, you read these things in someone's bio, and it's like no big deal. Okay. You know, I just read through it. It says... You know, left home and worked with Isaac Mizrahi, Oscar de la Renta, Givenchy, and Carolina Herrera. I mm-hmm. mean, these are just names to us. Are these people you actually know? Yes. Yes. Well, let's go through them one at a time. Okay. Well, just well, names. Well, to us, they're just names. They're just names like, you know. To you. Like. The ladies know who they are. Yeah, no, but I mean, I know, that I know they're human beings, but they're not people we know. It's like John Lennon. Yeah. You know, it's a name. Or Mick Jagger. But it's not somebody I know. I know, but he's going to be on someone's ass. Well, Mick Jagger's <laughs> tongue is going to be sticking out of somebody's ass on the beach this, this summer. But and they will look if fabulous. If you're just tuning in. in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell us about... Here's, let's pick one. Okay. Oscar de la Renta. Now, who is that? Okay, he is a fashion designer from the Dominican Republic, but he's very big player in the fashion industry for many, many years now, and he's a legend. Um, but while I was in Atlanta, I worked for fashion show production for Saks Fifth Avenue. And I had the opportunity to work with all these people one-on-one putting their fashion shows together. What did and you do? What part of the job? I was the stylist. I would help fit the models and then pull, as a stylist, you pull the shoes, the accessories to finish the look. And Oscar De Laurenta was pretty interesting to work with because he was very... They were all hands-on, but he was very meticulous about each look hitting the runway. And um, he would have a little hole <laughs> put into the, in the DE of his name on the backdrop of the runway and then watch the models as they walked down the runway. And as, if they made a mistake coming back, he would point it out to them as they came backstage, say, take your hand off your hip or <laughs> criticize them in some way. And that's not common? Most of them just design clothes and then leave the... Runway um, to you? Well, like Isaac Mizrahi is a totally different personality. He was more laid back and chilled. And Where's just he from? New York. Well, Brooklyn, I think, mm-hmm. right, originally. Yeah. But New York, yeah. But how, he was how more... How old are these guys? How old is Oscar de la Renta? God, what, now in their Isn't 60s or 70s? De but he still designs... At least, probably at least in his early 70s. Yeah, now. and he still designs yeah. for, like, Sarah Jessica Parker and mm-hmm. a lot of... Big names, big name celebrities now. So okay, what about Givenchy? Who is Givenchy, that? Is that a man? Oh Givenchy, Lord. sorry, he actually. It's a guy. What I loved about Givenchy was he. Hips about that one. You don't know who he is. <laughs> Take it away, Mitch. Yes. You say Givenchy. I say. What is? How do you pronounce it? <laughs> Givenchy. Givenchy. He designed for Audrey Hepburn. Does that mean sit in French when you talk to your dog, or is that no. something else? You can have that as a command instead of allons. Oh, yeah. That would Givenchy. be funny to do Givenchy and some, make up something What funny. does that mean in French, even? I don't know. Nothing. I think it's just, just a name. name. Mm-hmm. So what's he like, and who is he? He, this man, he was, well, he is. He's almost seven feet tall. He was extremely seven tall. Seven feet tall. He was well over six feet tall. He was very tall. And well, over I, six feet is one thing. Seven feet is another. He was another. extremely tall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but what I liked about him was he really put... Um, fashion on the map as far as marrying uh, movie stars with fashion Mm -hmm. because he designed for Audrey Hepburn and Breakfast at Tiffany's and Sabrina and a lot of really classic pieces that you recognize now as the little black dress. He was kind of the guy who put that on the map for her. He invented the little black dress. Yes. Does he get a couple of dollars every time someone buys a little black dress? I don't think so, but I think it was sort of the theme, the essence of the little black dress so that it can take you from day to evening and easy wear and kind of... Besides, Claire McArdle started like a ready-to-wear movement, sort of, instead of couture or just house clothes. So, so he was very nice, very nice man. Well, he's easy to find because he's seven feet tall. Well, now he's retired, and I met him his last show before he retired. And uh, very, very much a gentleman. And then you got out of all this stuff. Well, I, then I started working on my own thing, and that sort of took off. So I It's funny to go from working with these I know. But you have major to start guys from to somewhere. Making, making clothes for dogs. 
You have to start somewhere, Grant. Well, you started with with the at the top yeah. here. Yeah. Start at the top and end up making I clothes know. for dogs, and now you're happy making clothes for dogs. Well, there's handbags and somewhere well, too. Right, but what is what is the dog but stuff? I, um, what is it? What did you bring here? What is that? I brought doggy T-shirts. They're all made from concert T-shirts. Michael as well. Jackson. Michael Jackson T-shirts. Actually, I have a vintage Barry Manilow over there too, hmm. which would totally blow your mind. What size uh, does Barry uh, dog would Barry Man- would fit Barry Manilow? Uh, the one I have right now is a large. So, so if anybody has a good uh, German Shepherd out there. I have a dog that's like 80 pounds. It's a big there you go. black dog. What, we'll what, probably what do extra large there for you. you. Go. Let's, have, let's have a look at it. I'd like to see what oh, it looks like. it's pretty funny. Hey, Andrew, can you grab it? The, the one that says the first yeah. album cover. Yeah. When I'm not selling or singing folk songs, I like to pick up T-shirts <laughs> for dogs. Okay. That's oh, it comes. Stuff. It comes in a black like no, wait, album cover. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. That is yes, clever. Yes. Um, nice packaging, right? There's John? also there swimsuits for dogs, swim and they're actually for swimmable okay, for you. You and your dog can match. Okay, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, now, girl, you're going there now. Oh, that's nice. Hot. Okay, let's describe this, John. Could you describe that for our listeners, please? It's basically a full-bodied sleeveless t-shirt for a dog. And it's got some rhinestones. It's got very no, rhinestones. They are Swarovski crystals. The Swarovski crystals. They're not rhinestones. <laughs> and it, you know, come on. It, it, it's come a real concert T-shirt. Yes. On the back of it, it has the tour dates where Barry toured. Andrew, you know the touring dates, how that works, right? Yeah, yeah. But we're probably looking at a lady. Do who's, you have T-shirts? You know, for I, I don't. I'd like some. Could you help me out with that? Certainly. Okay. Let's do that. Good news. Yeah. Good idea, actually. Oh my God! What? It's a marriage of business. <laughs> As the world so, turns, I if, I put this on, if I put this on my dog, mm-hmm. th- my dog would go absolutely f- nuts to tr- get this off. The dogs, your dog's not going to get that off though. He's That's gonna, the he's whole gonna thing. He's going to chew it off instantly. I can tell you that. Some for, dogs are Barry Manilow fans, and some aren't. You know? <laughs> well, then this is when you contact Michelle and you you get it also made. Also, Bob Marley over there. Oh my! Mm. My dog would wear that. Let's have a look. Andrew, would you mind? You know. Ha, Michelle. <laughs> this is when they contact you and they pay an extra $50 and have it made couture so the dog can't get its teeth around it. Oh, that's an interesting idea, too. You could make a sort of an e-collar for the dog as part of the thing. Hey, after this, Andrew Muna. If he's you. a bit of a rough Stafarian, am I right? <laughs> oh, get out of here. Right. Sorry, I'm oh, stop. Wait, wait, stop. Wait, 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 wait. No pun intendo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, look at that. That's a great picture of Bob that Marley, too. Really Very cool. nice. That's like from Natty Dread type era. That one's really good. Cool. What does it say at the bottom here? Just be fierce. That is really What cool. does this say at the bottom? Uh, so let them... So let them... Let them wear, wear it. it. Let them wear it. Bob, oh, that's a beautiful... I would love that, actually. Except my dog would rip it up in one second. The cap yeah. fits. Who the cap fits, let them wear it. Okay, yeah. Well, that's cool. Very nice. Thank you so much. And so how high were you when you came up with this idea? <laughs> oh, actually, I've never yourself. had to smoke anything in my entire life because mine's all natural. You've never had to smoke uh, anything? Honestly. So you, just her high is natural. Her energy... <laughs> she's... You know, infectious. Yes. She's got an but energy that's just like so bubbly. It's like, ah, I love it. I want to go out with her. Okay. Oh, honey, uh, bubbly uh, and bubbly, right? That would, be a, that would be an interesting evening out. Oh, my God. That would be fun. Why don't you guys go out tonight to Andrew Duhon's... Uh, do we'll go celebrate his birthday. birthday we'll celebrate party. your birthday. And this is a song that you're going to yeah, hear. Boy. Andrew, let's play one more. Okay. Oh, Lord, time for the chills. Time to get serious. That chills the last time he played. All right, so speaking of drugs, um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, I was excited there for a minute. I thought, <laughs> I thought you brought some weed for us. <laughs> it's about, it's about uh, a lazy Sunday uptown, and the uh, song's called Tandem Bike. It's a story. There might be drugs in it. Down on magazine Making themselves a scene Dolled up in porcelain Just like the magazines Well ain't they so fancy But ain't they got nothing to say We don't mean to be mean We just ain't that kind We'd rather get lost Just to see what we'd find And we'll ride around uptown 
on my tandem bike And I'll buy some records And you'll buy some wine I'll put on a song that I think you might like Then we'll drink till we can't tell The day from the night Oh, it's you My darling, it's you That I like to stumble into Darling, it's you Darling, it's you That I like to stumble into on the balcony making themselves a scene smoking their cigarettes just like the magazines well ain't they so fancy but ain't they got nothing to say we don't mean to be mean we just ain't that kind We'd rather get along Just to see what we'd find And we'll ride around uptown On my tandem bike And find that guy we met last 4th of July I'm sure he'll have something That we'll want to try We'll make a rope out of blankets And climb out of our minds Oh, it's you, darling, it's you That I like to stumble into Darling, it's you Oh, darling, it's you That I like what I call a love song. Yeah. Very lovely. That was beautiful. Nice. That really was yeah. a moving I like that you call that a love song. That's nice, yeah. That, that is a love song, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, a friend in Alabama said that was uh, her her favorite, hit. Uh, what did she call it? A hipster's love anthem. <laughs> <laughs> and Mitch Foreman's got a good version of it as well. Mitch? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Beautiful. We'll play it on the way out. You need a gig, okay. Mitch? What are you doing, seven and nine? Come on. <laughs> I'm coming up. That's that's really a, that is a real, I mean, really. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go on about it too much, but you know, it's embarrassing. But that's so beautiful, that song. Thanks, yeah. Thanks for catching it. Some of them are, um, if you will, you know, like some of my favorite songs are like Love at First List, and you hear it, and you're like, wow. But some songs grow on you, and I always thought that that was more of a grower, not a shower, so I'm glad that you guys liked it. We love it, don't we? Who who did you write it about? Who were you in love with? You know what? Honestly, that was one of those prompted tunes that just happened to be good. Um, Himself. He was in love with himself. Here we go. Right. Back to, oh, no, we back to the sex thing back with to yourself. Having sex with myself. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't write a love song about yourself, would you? No, no, I would not. I would write a... No. About no. you being in love with somebody else. Sure. There you so go. So what's yeah. your... 
what's your life like in that sense? You have a girlfriend, Ooh. boyfriend, what anything going on? Please I'm do a, tell. I'm I'm a I'm a a, a stubborn man and um a lot of artists are. I'm going to settle down one of these days and uh Are you dating I've, anybody? I uh not exactly. How old are you? 27. Today. He's young. It's his birthday today. He's young. Yeah. Isn't that he's, good that he, I was He's in love with, he's in love with first, his art right now. You know, that's now. the first time that somebody asked me how old I was, and I was actually 27. I said 27. That was cool. There you go. Thanks for that. John, yeah. you're number you're one. You're welcome. Rock on. Bam. <laughs> at least I'm number one at something <laughs> with you. <laughs> so freshly. when you get up, I mean, I would think if I was a woman, Michelle, you are a woman, correct? I would hope so. Wouldn't you fall in love with that? You saw that guy playing that. Wouldn't it just melt you? It's as much I was married to a musician for a long time. What yeah. happened? He was a musician. Oh, you <laughs> no. go there. You really, you, you like the dirt, don't you? <laughs> well, what sort of question would you follow that says the sentence, I was married to a musician for a long time? What <laughs> would be, what would be your follow-up question to that, John? Version I, I, of it. It's very nice. I love what music, happened? though. Um, typical stuff, you grow apart, and no. I was married to my business. And Is that what you dragged go. you apart? His, he was a musician and you were married to your business? Pretty much. I That's made a sad. decision. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You put bikinis before the I, Yeah, the but look at what's happening. I mean, she has she had I a true someone, passion for what she found something. Did you did you have to do that to get successful? To cut them loose? Sometimes you have Emotionally, to. Emotionally, yes. You have to wow. develop what your art is, and that's what she's in the process of doing, and she's still yeah. there. She's but you still want a developing. true partner, and yeah. I wanted a true partner. You always want somebody that's going to stand that's by it. you, but at the same time, yeah, that's it. you Did don't you f- want to stop the growth of what you have going on. Yeah. Did you find a true partner? I hope so. Are you looking for a true partner? I hope I've found him. Oh, you talking about no, Andrew? He's too young. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for oh, taking look, up. And I just happen yeah. to have a ring in my pocket. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> I like seeing him at his shows. He's very entertaining. Good. Can we Thanks. just say he's You're hot and sexy? Welcome. I don't care if you like the music or not. Just go look at the guy. Thanks. I love the music, but he's hot. <laughs> he's he's a hot every, guy. Everybody's hot in your opinion. No. Except me, of course. I know Everybody's that, hot on radio. Well, I mean, yeah. I haven't seen you naked, so. Thanks for saying that, at least. <laughs> you use the word hot a lot, actually, John. Really, really hot. Mm. Really, really hot. Really, really hot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fierce. What's the definition of really Don't hot? Don't use that. Really That's hot. I know it's so dead, but it's so You're my You're too era. unique to use somebody else's so, stuff. Well, okay. I was part of the genre that came up with that. With the word hot? Fierce. But listen, we got, and fierce, we have to get out of here momentarily. So before okay. we do, do you want to tell us something about some swimwear? I do. Uh, Fashion Week New Orleans has started a summer program the first Sunday of every month, starting in June, then July and August. At the W Hotel, we will have a swim fashion show. Okay. And I will be... At the W Hotel. mm -hmm. Cool. So we can see the rock and roll and saints. We will be showing in July, and Jolie and Elizabeth will be showing in June. Um, And it'll be a partnership with um, swimwear designers, local designers, and also boutiques. Okay. So well, it'll be a lot of fun. Much. It'll be poolside at the W. Poolside at the W. We can see enjoyable. Michelle Because there'll be beautiful girls in swimsuits. You understand. You know, can't beat it. I, I, yeah. Can't. We're there. Actually, being a musician, what, actually one of the models that walks if, in yeah. Fashion Week is right there. <laughs> Karina the waitress? Karina, yes. Wow. She's actually, She's she walked model? for me this Fashion Week. Yes. Really? Hi, Karina, the model. That's crazy. She's <laughs> My yeah. special guests on Happy Hour this week have been fashion designer John Delgadillo, Michelle Marcombe, and birthday boy and folk singer Andrew Duhon, yeah. 27. who is really hot and playing tonight at DBA. So oh The wow. producers of our show are Melinda Hawes, Anoush Karun, Trish Kaufman, and Graham DuPonte. Our associate producer and technical director today is Chris Kehoe. Christian Unruh is our music director. Cliff Brigden is our web designer and link to the real world. Mitch Foreman. Normally plays the theme to our show, but today he's playing the Andrew Duhon song.
Or is he? Now we're back. Okay, now we're back. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay relatively sober and not say the word hot for an hour, drop <laughs> us a line. It's New Orleans. Really, really, at G- really, really hot. It's New Orleans at gmail.com is our address. Our show is recorded live at the Columns Hotel in Uptown New Orleans. You can check out our other happy hours and our other shows out to lunch with Peter Raschuti, which is recorded live at Commander's Palace. Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajic and True to the Game with Chris True and Tammy Nelson. You can keep up with us by liking It's New Orleans on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter and you can subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworms.com for Mitch Foreman on piano and everybody around here at the table at the Combs Hotel. I'm Grant Morris. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on Happy Hour. <laughs> <laughs>